New satellite images released this week show that Egypt has cleared a large area close to the Rafah border crossing into Gaza. The Wall Street Journal reports that Egyptian officials and security analysts confirm a walled enclosure of about 20 square kilometres that could accommodate around 100,000 people is being prepared. This week, Israel's War Cabinet Minister Benny Gantz warned that the war offensive would move into Rafah on the Egyptian border if all hostages are not freed by the start of Ramadan, which begins around the 10th of March. To discuss these developments and Egypt's role in the Gaza crisis, we're joined now by Imad Haab, who's the Director of Research and Analysis at the Arab Centre, Washington, D.C. Imad, thank you so much for joining us on Sunday Extra. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Imad, what do you make of these satellite images and the reporting around it? For one thing, the Egyptians are denying that they are doing any such thing. But uh, even if it were true, uh, you know, 100, 000, housing 100,000 uh, refugees is uh, really a drop in the bucket. We're talking about uh, in Rafah itself, there are probably 1.5 million people who are uh, gathered there. Uh, from other parts of uh, the Gaza Strip. And uh, for 100,000 of them to be in that enclosure, if it is true, it's, it's really nothing. It doesn't solve the refugee crisis in, in Rafah or uh, it doesn't make anything uh, any, uh, any easier for the Palestinians there. Yes, indeed. In terms of the scale of the crisis inside Gaza, as you say, it's a small number. But at the same time, Egypt currently has around half a million refugees in its territory, mostly from Syria. 100,000 people would be a significant increase and a little bit of a change in terms of Egypt's approach to the border, wouldn't it? Oh, of course, yeah. I'm not denying that the... Uh uh, the Egyptians will be, uh, you know, hosting quite a significant number of uh, Gazans or Syrians for that matter. But the issue is trying to focus on the plight of the Palestinians themselves. Mm. Uh, that's not to say that the Palestinians should be allowed into Sinai, because I, I really do not think that the Palestinians should be pushed out of Gaza at all. This is their home. And they should stay there, and Israel should stop uh, trying to force them across the border. At the same time, it is very difficult for Egypt to to host this many people anyway, uh, because it's it's going through some really very 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 difficult economic uh, times, and also from a nationalist point of view, uh, Egypt does not want to appear that it is really hosting uh, Palestinian refugees who are pushed out of Gaza from their own land from their own country. Some of these refugees would probably be the third time being expelled from where they, they live, where they are. Taking a step back, Imad, could you chart out for us the the history of the relationship between Egypt and Israel, uh, and in particular, how that has played out on the border of Gaza? This is a, it's a long history, obviously. Since 1948, mm. Egypt and uh, Israel have fought uh, at least three major wars, uh, 1956, 1967, and 1973, uh, until they finally signed a peace treaty in 1979, which basically uh, you know, uh, annulled the state of war between the two countries. And uh, by 1982, Israel withdrew from the Sinai Peninsula which it had uh, occupied in 1967. And since then, you know, uh, Egyptian-Israeli relations have been, uh, from a diplomatic point of view, have been uh, peaceful and there haven't been any 
uh, skirmishes or wars or anything like that, uh, uh, except that uh, the truth was, was has always been a cold peace since 1979 because the Egyptian people are not quite enamored uh, with the idea of peace treaty with Israel because uh, they do want the Palestinians to 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 get their uh, their rights and their uh, independent state. The Egyptian government is definitely not interested in uh, in seeing any Palestinians being pushed out of Gaza and talk that uh, the Egyptians are maybe uh, going to abrogate that 1979 peace treaty. But I, I don't think that they will do that. Foreign Minister Samah Shukri said, denied any reports about that. Uh, besides, I, I honestly do not think that they will do that because that is the darling of the United States. The States was instrumental in that treaty in 1979, and now it's still very, very interested in, in its survival. It is really a pillar of peace between these two countries, and basically a pillar between Arabs and Israelis. So I, I really don't think that the Egyptians in their present situation can really tell the Americans to do away with the treaty that you sponsored, uh, because Egyptians are uh, rather very, very dependent on the United States for uh, military assistance, all kinds of strategic relations. So uh, it's, it's not going to happen, I don't think. We're speaking with Ahmad Hav, Director of Research and Analysis at the Arab Centre, Washington, D.C., about the situation on the Egyptian border during Israel's war on Gaza. Imad, what has the United States' role been in terms of its relations with Egypt during this crisis? Because obviously the U.S. is close to both countries, as you've said. The Biden administration and all American administrations are very, very keen on preserving the Egyptian regime as it is. You know, it is a very important strategic partner in the Middle East, and it does not want to really uh, help to destabilize it. Uh, but at the same time, because the Egyptian regime is so on American largesse, economic and military, they uh, they can, uh, you know, maybe force the Egyptians to do certain things, but at the same time, can only push so much. The Egyptian government is not in the mood of being pushed right now, specifically on this issue of Palestinians be out of Gaza for uh, just basically for popular reasons. They do not want to go against the popular will in Egypt. Uh, and you know, let, let's not forget that a lot of it is dependent on how Israel is conducting the war and whether it should continue to conduct the war. I think the United States should first push and pressure the Israelis into stopping this war and uh, calling for a ceasefire, not serving anybody except just killing yet more Palestinians. Over 29,000 have been killed and the Gaza Strip has been uh, basically destroyed. Imad, is there a tension within uh, Egypt between popular sentiment in favour of the Palestinian people and the security concerns of the al-Sisi government? There, there is. At the beginning of this war, and uh, the first couple of weeks of, uh, of this war, there were some demonstrations, popular demonstrations in Egyptian streets. But uh, it turned out later that some of these demonstrations were actually orchestrated by the regime itself to appear uh, that it is uh, along with the popular sentiment regarding the Palestinians. Uh, at the same time, some of the uh, demonstrations, the protests that were held, uh, were actually uh, attacked by security forces and some uh, activists were arrested because they were protesting without uh, without a, a permit from the uh, from the government. So there is a uh, the Egyptian government is in a bind. 
it it needs to answer to popular demand to stand strong against Israel regarding its treatment of the Palestinians, and yet at the same time, it cannot stand up against Israel or the United States. So it's trying to uh, you know uh, grab the uh, the stick in the middle, like they say, and it's a very very difficult position, especially that Egypt is very very reliant on the United States economically, and it is going through some really very very tough economic times. And what is the relationship or the state of relations between uh, the Egyptian government and the Palestinian leadership? The Egyptian government has always dealt, has always had relations with the, the Palestinian leaderships, both, uh, whether it is the Palestinian Authority and Ramallah under Mahmoud Abbas or Hamas and the Gaza Strip. And uh, it had good relations with both of them because it is concerned about security in the uh, Gaza Strip. Uh, that's uh, up until October 7th, 2023. And it has uh, actually hosted Hamas leaders who came to Cairo to hear uh, about some uh, some issues of uh, uh, finding some sort of uh, you know like uh, ceasefires or uh, uh, cessation of hostilities since 2007 2008 Egypt has played a mediating role between Israel and Hamas when when there were uh, skirmishes or when there were rockets being fired from Gaza to on Israel or Israel retaliating so uh, the Egyptians have played a role in that and that's specifically because they are a a good go-between. They were a good go-between up to October 7th. Right now, I don't think that they can really play that mediatory role anymore, uh, simply because, uh, you know, uh, Israel has announced that it is not interested in any deal with, uh, with Hamas, and it really wants to destroy Hamas politically and militarily. What have Israel and Egypt respectively said about, if you like, security zones or which areas they would insist on controlling when hostilities eventually cease? The Israelis have, have declared that they are uh, that they want to remain in Gaza at least in a in a security uh, fashion. In other words, they want to to maintain control over Gaza. The Egyptians are not interested not interested in a security role in Gaza because they do not want to be perceived as coming on top of uh, Israeli tanks, so to speak. Uh, to control Palestinians in uh, in the Gaza Strip, the Israelis do not want anybody. By the way, they do not want anybody to share the control of Gaza with them. They might be interested in finding some uh, Palestinian leadership that would be willing to come in and uh, cooperate with them. Basically, uh, you know, some uh, gendarme kind of role, uh, some general uh, coming in and believing that uh, uh, he can uh, maintain security for the Israelis. I, I don't think any of these schemes are going to be long-lasting or will succeed. I think the Palestinians will always be uh, demanding uh, independence, demanding that they have the right to resist occupation, and they will resist uh, Israeli occupation. The Egyptians, on the other hand, are not, again, not going into Gaza to maintain anything there. Ahmad Hub, thank you so much for joining us on Sunday Extra. You're very welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much for hosting me. Ahmad Hub is the Director of Research and Analysis at the Arab Centre, Washington, D.C. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.